Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Far. We've been traveling far. Without a home. But not without a star. Oh, and this is the theme song of John Katsimatidis, our owner and operator. Great talk show host in his own right with all of the newsmakers he interviews Sunday morning from 8 to 10. And they always up there in the news cycle for like the next two days. And of course, every night, Monday through Friday, the 5 o'clock roundtable, John Rita Cosby. And there are many contributors, Democrats and Republicans, in which you get both sides of the issue. And that has been his mantra. And here's a guy who came up the hard way as a little baby from Greece and then settled into an apartment, tenement apartment, with his mother and father, his father who bust tables his whole life to make ends meet, didn't have two nickels uh, to rub together, and uh, went on. To become one of the most successful businessmen ever in the world. In fact, a billionaire many times over with the best-selling book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. And this morning, John set it off. Because exclusively on Sid Rosenberg and Friends Show, he announced that he wants to purchase... The faltering CNN. Well, let me tell you something. You heard it first here. I'm going to make an offer to buy back CNN. Is that true? Seriously? Seriously. I mean, they don't know what they're doing over there. No. They need somebody somebody that knows what they're doing. And then, John, talking about, again, buying CNN, which is in a tailspin as we speak. Well, I think, uh, look, we're going to make the offer, and uh, let's see what happens. And uh, it deserves better. And then finally, the purpose of, of a news channel is to, to tell the news, not just opinions, and tell the truth. Let and me, that's what the people need. Let me tell you something. My phone blew up. I was right here. He came right after me with my 705 interview that I have with Sid every morning, Monday through Friday. People were calling me. They would say, Wow, John's going to buy CNN. Glory, Haliaski, hallelujah. And right now, just moments ago, the lead story in the New York Post, New York City billionaire mogul John Katsimatidis offers to buy CNN and run it for just $1 a year, quote, 
we are capable of putting down a substantial amount of money. Uh, John said he could double the profits in a short amount of time. He said, look what we did with WABC, rescued it from the scrap heat. We were dead. We were like Lazarus the dead and brought it back. At that time when Cumulus wanted to turn the lights out, we were like down at like, uh, like number 72 among stations. We're now number one, second to none. He says we can do exactly the same thing. He says, when I run CNN, I want everything to be balanced. I want it to be fair. I want the truth, not opinions. And he emphasized that people say there's two truths. Let voice. Let's voice both truths and then let the viewers decide. That's the way it should be. And it sort of harkens me back to the old CNN created by Ted Turner, who started it from nothing in Atlanta. And recently, as he lives out of Montana at his bison ranch, he had this to say about today's version of CNN. I think they're sticking with politics a little too much. They do better to have a a more balanced um, agenda. But that's, you know, just one person's opinion. That's Ted Turner, who made that the most successful news network around the world. Again, he ended up selling because his board said, we cannot turn down an offer from Time Warner. It's just too good to turn down. He should have kept it a private entity. He didn't. He regrets that. He says it's the worst decision he ever made. I want you to listen again to Ted Turner founder of CNN, saying word for word everything that John Katzmatidis is saying about rescuing CNN from the scrap heap. I think they're sticking with politics a little too much. They'd do better to have a a more balanced um, agenda. But that's, you know, just one person's opinion. One person's opinion. A very important person, without which there would be no CNN. And then right after that, John couldn't have been praising Sid and I more for all the news that we break every morning at 7.05, Monday through Fridays. You and Curtis, you and Curtis my God. <laughs> where, where, where can you get better than you and Curtis? I'll tell you. It's hard to get better, and really, that's not me. It's him. He comes packed every day with real information, and... Yeah, packed every day with real information. Thank you, Sid, for giving me that opportunity. Because that is the biggest audience, bar none. It's four times larger than any other audience. Sid Rosenberg and friends in the morning. But I am going to propose this to John. He obviously has to sit down with the owners and operators of um, of the conglomerate that owns CNN now and try to work out uh, a business deal. But... There were two shows I remember. You may have remembered, Lou, early on in its existence, which were crowd favorites. There was the old balanced show on CNN, the original, not the the many knockoffs, the original, with Pat Buchanan and Tom Braden, left versus right. Remember, CNN's Crossfire. Tonight from Washington, Crossfire, Flight 103, Fly No Warning. On the left, Tom Braden. On the right, Pat Buchanan. In the Crossfire, former Assistant Secretary of State Carl Ackerman. In San Francisco, Attorney Melvin Bellard. 
and in Chicago, University of Chicago professor Marvin Zonis. Good evening and welcome to Crossfire. Well, that was a must-watch. Tom Braden was Pat Buchanan's equal, and it was left versus right. Uh, they were obviously very entertaining, very engaging. They would scrap, but they were respectful to themselves and to the many high-profile guests. I think, Lou, we could immediately put into place with John, owner and operator, and the guy who guides the hand to the recovery of CNN. Left versus right won't call it crossfire because that that would be sacrilegious. There's only one crossfire. Pat Buchanan, Tom Brady, and that was the best of all time, and they've tried like a dozen knockoffs. It never worked. How about just left versus right? We do it here Saturdays. It's three to four. Anthony Weiner and Curtis Lewa. Both of us have been accused of being lens lice, right? Let's face it. We know how to do TV. Anthony Weiner now knows how to do radio. It would be perfect. Left versus right. Controversial? Oh, my God, yes. But we're respectful to one another the way Pat Buchanan was to Tom Brady. But the straw that would stir the drink would be at 9 o'clock as it was for years with Brooklyn's own Larry King. The shocking death of actor Heath Ledger. The Brokeback Mountain star was found dead in his Manhattan apartment. He was 28 years old. The investigation into how and why it happened is underway. Then the surgeon who operated on Kanye West's mother, Dr. Jan Adams, walked off the set last year and now he's back, staying put, answering questions. And the economies are shambles. Stocks around the world. Nosedive. What does it mean for you and your money? It's all next on Larry King Live. We begin, of course, with the tragedy uh, that occurred today in New York, the death of Heath Ledger. Joining us from Heath Ledger's apartment is A.J. Hammer, the anchor of Showbiz Tonight. By the way, Showbiz Tonight... We'll have continuing coverage on CNN, on headline news later. Oh, this will be perfect for Sid, and let me tell you why. A number one, if you've seen him recently, every month with Jesse Waters, Sid is on fire. He's engaging, he's entertaining, he's funny, he's topical. He's a multitasker. He doesn't just talk politics. No, he can talk politics, sports, celebrities, Jersey housewives, personal stuff. It's what Larry King was so expert at. And again, a guy from Brooklyn, graduated Lafayette High School. You know, you know the story is Sid, Poly Prep Day School, and then they got him out of there. Solomon Schechte became a booker boy. Then all of a sudden, Baruch to college with his number two pencil. But more importantly, just like Larry King had enormous setbacks when he first broke into radio down in Miami, a Brooklyn boy. He was kiting checks. He was a degenerate gambler. And then he had the overnight radio talk show that I first appeared on in 1979. Hey, Floyd, the Canadian from Saskatoon, Canada. It was great. And then from that, he segued into TV. There's nobody bigger in talk radio now than Sid Rosenberg. He could easily be the uh, Larry King for the John Katsimatidis Network. That's right. In fact, it was Judge... Uh, the judge who uh, earlier today 
follow John on with uh, Sid Rosenberg, Napolitano, who actually hearing the news called it the Katsimatidis News Network, CNN. It used to be the Clinton News Network, then it became the Cuomo News Network. Now, if John is able to engineer a buy of the network and save it, save it from itself, its own woke staff, and he can do it. He's got the deep pockets to do it. We can rename it there, right at Columbus Circle, 59th Street, CNN, the Katsimatidis News Network. And just figure, left versus right, Anthony Weiner versus Curtis Slewa, that would be the hors d'oeuvre, and then the entree. The Sid Rosenberg show, just like the Brooklyn kid Larry King had it so many years ago. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Talking about this is the Riffin Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Radio yesterday with Sid Rosenberg. One thing that was proven on the most powerful news talk radio station in the nation is that towards the end of his program in the nine o'clock hour, two women came in. One was Stephanie Brunidis. She is the campaign media manager. We'll talk about her later. But following her was the candidate for the 13th City Council District, Republican primary, Samantha Zerker, an Albanian-American. When she finished talking about Mike Rendino, who is the GOP chairman of the Bronx County, all I can say is listening to that interview, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, Mike. Boy, you'd be, you'd be really good to pick up that phone and do your mea copas, your mea copas, your mea maxima copas. I know you're Roman Catholic. Get into the church. Do your apologies to whatever saint is your patron saying, but call up this woman. Because when she told the story of how you had insulted her son's death, it, it struck a chord with everyone. I'm still hearing about that. No, I don't have any words for Mr. Rendino. He was also shameful. But he hasn't called you. No, he, okay. he shamefully put out a, you know, sent a message to my, my staff 
mocking my my son's death. So he has no what, no what place. You, stop right there. How old was your son when he died from? He 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 passed away from misuse of of a drug called propoxyphene. And Mr. Rendino called up my staff and suggested that I should worry about my son dying from a drug. How old was your son? Um, 16 and a half years old. So when he mocked Sorry. my son's death, he mm. mocked the death of every child in the Bronx and in the city of New York who has died from a drug why, overdose. Why, why would he do, I mean, look. It's, it's his way to distract, and it's pathetic, and he should be ashamed of himself. He's a father. He should be ashamed of himself. That was Udis Grazial, and that was Ashanti. And it is true. It is true. Bo Dito weighed in on that in the 9 o'clock hour earlier with Sid, and he's had his dealings uh, with Mike Rendino, the GOP embattled chairman in the Bronx. And anything you say about Rendino, he ain't got a friend over here. He turned on me like a snake, and you don't turn against Bo Dito. Never. Never, never turn, turn against, against Bo. So, so you met you met my friend Stefania and uh, Samantha yes. yesterday. Yes. You heard the interview. Yes. I yes. believe what she said was yes. true. Well, Carter listen, swears by it. Listen you to me. Her? God knows her loss was terrific, and nobody, nobody should ever make fun of anybody who loses a child. Absolutely. So you have Curtis, you have Bo, you have myself, and then the uh, city council Republican candidate, Samantha Zerko, went on to say what everybody knows in Republican circles about the GOP chairman, Mike Rendino, that he's in bed with the Democrats. You do have to point the finger at the GOP chairman who has failed us time and again. You know, they nominate uh, candidates and they themselves, my, uh, Mr. Rendino himself, pushes to, um, you know, put uh, obstacles in the way of these candidates because he's in bed with the Democrats. You can call it a uniparty if you wish. It is so true. She goes on to explain it in her race. Uh, she is running for the Republican nomination against the candidate I have supported from day one, George Havernack. I'm not supporting uh, Samantha Zerka. And the sister of Mike Rendino, not a capable candidate that he has put up there. You know, the GOP chairman was more interested in pushing his sister for this race than filling, you know, uh, finding candidates and bringing candidates forward to run against the Democrats. So there's Democrats that are running unopposed right now, including the district attorney of the Bronx. That is correct. He has not run a Republican against Dar. Oh, my God. Clark. She is as bad as Alvin Bragg. As bad. Turn him loose, Clark, in the Bronx. And because he has a deal, you scratch my belly, I scratch yours. It's disgusting. She is pro-criminal, not pro-cop. And so Zerka points out what everybody knows in the Republican Party, even at the top echelon. They've known this for a long time, but they've left him there. Because he is the king of nepotism, as candidate Samantha Zerka explains. The GOP, the Bronx GOP, has has um, is is nothing short of pure nepotism and cronyism. Um, from my previous campaign last year, I ran for state senate district thirty four. I learned. What was that? Is that the Bronx too? That's yes. It was the Bronx and Westchester. Nice. Okay. Yes. I learned that the GOP, the chairman himself, 
nominates candidates and is himself the one that takes them down. And just so you know, Mike Rendino is the chairman, right? And Christy is his sister. Christy is his sister, and Christy's married to the Board of Elections Commissioner, um, Gino Mamorato. Yeah. So if we, if that's not nepotism in itself, I don't know what is. Now, you know, a lot of people would say WABC. No, no, no. This candidate, uh, Samantha Zerka, took out a full-page ad in the Bronx Times with her own money. She has outlined all these arguments. She has links to articles, links to facts. This is long before she appeared on WABC. Oh, yeah, you just check the Bronx Times. It's out there. Mike Rendino said nothing because he hoped it would fly under the radar screen. Because it's a, it's a great community newspaper, but let's face it, it's not the New York Post. It's not the New York Times. It's not WABC. And then she said what everybody knows to be a fact in Republican circles, but they won't give Mike Rendino up about the fact that he does not live in the Bronx. He lives in Garden City, Long Island. He's done nothing for our community. He lives in Garden City, New York. In Long Island. He lives in Long Island. My wife works there. And yeah. he's dictating the outcome of the Bronx. That's not right. By way of not, you know, you know, you want to be a chairman, then let's be a chairman. Let's let's focus on, you know, producing great candidates and supporting them. Supporting them. We are in a one party rule. It's true. In the Bronx it's a one party rule. And Frank Morano, who was on at six forty, also chimed in on this because look. Nobody knows local politics better than Frank Morano in Staten Island and Curtis Sliwa. Nobody. We know where everyone's bones are buried and who buried them. This is Frank Morano weighing in on this with Sid Rosenberg. She said publicly a rumor that I've been hearing about Mike for years, which is that he doesn't even actually live in the Bronx. Now, he, li- like no, no, he lives in Garden City. He lives in Garden yeah. City. So right off the bat. And he shouldn't even really be, right. if that's true, and if they can confirm that, they he shouldn't even really legally be able to serve as Bronx County Committee Chair. Well, well, if they can confirm that. Listen to me directly, Republican leaders. You've been out to his house. There are pictures of you at his house in Garden City. Can't deny it. By the way, Bo Dito was enraged by Mike Rendino. Is the biggest private investigator in all of New York City. You better believe he's setting up shop outside that house. We know exactly where it is. So, Mike, uh, I want to suggest to you, you ought to just come clean and admit you live in Garden City. Uh, Maybe you shack up somewhere else in the Bronx. I have no idea. But that's your primary residence. You falsified uh, your residence on the papers. You're not entitled to be county chairman. You don't live in the Bronx. And I would suggest because Bo Dieter, who's got the best private agency in the world, is on your case now. You hang out at your gin mill right across the street from the old Yankee Stadium stands. It's right there, gin mill. I remember I went there for a sit-down with uh, with Mike Rendino and his partners there. He tried to patch up things with me because he was supporting Fernando Mateo, that that Eric Adams Republican, before that, that Bill de Blasio Republican. We'll go into that next. And we couldn't patch it up. We couldn't patch it up. So many of you have gone to stands. I was sitting there. I don't drink beer, but I know a lot of the fans were complaining, Lou, that, you know, they pay a lot of money for beer. It's watered down. And by the way, it's a cash-only operation. 
They call that in the business a subway operation. No debit cards, no credit cards. Cash is king. Let's face it. It makes it very easy to hide reporting on what kind of income you're having. I'm not suggesting that Mike Rendino and his partners are doing that, but many others have done that before. That's the oldest trick in the book. They call it a subway operation. So I would suggest, Mike, because uh, Bo Deedle is on your case with the best investigators in the world. In fact, he'll have more photographs of you going in and out of your primary residence in Garden City in Long Island than when uh, Kardashian is on the runway with all the pap- paparazzi. Just, just know that, okay? So why don't, why don't you find a spot, coop up in the back of stands there off 161st Street, and just sleep there. Do yourself a solid because... If you shack up anywhere else, they're going to know. They're going to know he's on your jockstrap. You got the four horsemen now of WABC on you. You sent a letter denying everything. Sid Rosenberg has said, come on the show. Come on, Mike. Defend yourself against the charges of a candidate running for city council who ran for state senate as a Republican, Samantha Zerker. And now you have the four horsemen. Remember the four horsemen of the book of Revelations, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. You got Sid Rosenberg. You got Bo Dito. You got Frank Morano and Curtis Lee. You can't win, Mike. You can't win. You better throw the white towel in and just go retire. I don't know. Go down to Boca Raton. Do something. Sell beer. Be a beer guy at Yankee Stadium because you're tainted. And then, oh, and probably the worst discrazia of all, other than the, well, Mike, again, you got to, hell hath no fury like a woman's corn. I will be at the annual dinner for the Albanian community in Riverside on Friday. They're honoring my Kumbarici, Trudy Giuliani. And I will be marching with them in their parade on Saturday. And I will learn more. I will I I will learn more. So just do the right thing. Resign. Turn it over to somebody else because up next year is a race against AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, leader of the Socialists of America. This is w- what bile came out of her mouth recently. Compare that to all the bile that's come out of her mouth over the years, ever since she upset crooked Joe Crowley of Queens to become the congresswoman of a district that encompasses the Bronx, Strogs Neck, and Queens, Astoria. We are now at a point where officially most officers are paid more than a teacher with a master's degree serving these same kids involved in these same incidents. We are defunding safety, defunding our public schools, defunding our public pools, defunding our parks, defunding our libraries, when we are taking all of those resources and demanding that every single department except the militarized one be cut, we are sending a message about who and what we care about. She must be defeated, Mike. You had your opportunities. You had a candidate, John Cummings, years ago. You raised $9 million, not one TV ad. Where did the money go? You know where John Cummings is now? He's playing golf in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. He's got a nice condo. Good job, Mike. Taking out AOC, right? I would go to campaign appearances with John Cummings. He wasn't even there. 
I go to the Bronx. Hey, where's John Cummings? Where's Mike Grandino? Oh, they had something else to do. I go to Queens. I'm here to support John Cummings against AOC all out crazy. Well, they had something else to do. It's a scam. It was a scam. You know where I learned that that scam? And you can't deny this, Randino, and the leadership of the Republican Party. I was in the Empire Steakhouse. The state chairman at that time, Langworthy, who is now the congressman of Western uh, New York, sat there to try to heal up the fact that Mike Randino would not support me for mayor, even though I handily beat his hand-picked candidate, Fernando Mateo, crushed him 70 to 30. In the Republican primary, I'm still waiting for the concession call. So Langworthy was there saying, Mike, Mike, you got to support Curtis here. You, what are you supporting, Eric Adams? And then all of a sudden, Mike Randino turned to me. I'll tell you what, Curtis, I use this mailing house out of Virginia. Uh, they'll raise a lot of money like they did for John Cummings. But they take $9 out of every 10. $9 out of every 10. That means only a dollar goes to the campaign. And one of the men there, men of honor, men of principle with the state Republican Party, stood up and said, sir, that is unethical. And I looked at Mike Grandino and I said at that point, go ahead, support Eric Adams, because I know you've been supporting him all along against me, Mike. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. You know what's coming up, ladies and gentlemen, because I'll be there both on Saturday, the annual Puerto Rican Day Festival, 116th Street, East Harlem, followed by the parade up Fifth Avenue on Sunday. I'm there every year with the Guardian Angels. But it is interesting that on the night of May 30th, a Tuesday night, there was a celebration of Hispanic pride. On the rooftop of the Central Post Office on 149th in the Grand Concourse, it's called Zona de Cuba. It's a restaurant. Fernando Mateo claims to be the owner. He's not. He can't own it. He's got so many liens on him. His wife owns it. And they were having a party as the city is falling apart. It's like Nero fiddling uh, his fiddle while Rome was burning. And who was up there? Oh, like two peas in a pond, a horse in a carriage, a soup in a sandwich. Fernando Mateo, who I crushed in the Republican primary and then went out and supported Eric Adams. And there he was, Eric Adams together. In New York City, we have never had a mayor that supports small businesses like this man. That supports restaurants like this man. So please... This is my brother for many years, and he, he's been 
build a quality play. Every time I come up here, no matter what happens, I'm able to come up here and just be around some real people. If it's smoking a cigar and just having a Tito's and salsa, and just, and just enjoy, enjoy the night. And there's nowhere in the city where you have better eye candy. You know what I mean? What did he mean, better eye candy, huh? Ah, little shorties running around. Women showing a shot of leg, or did he mean eye candy him and Fernando as they were embracing up there? Well, I know the purpose of that celebration, ladies and gentlemen, and tomorrow my wife Nancy, who, as you know, has all kinds of medical issues, uh, coronary issues. She had a biopsy recently. She's getting uh, information tomorrow. I'll be with her after. But she's coming with me on the Sid Rosenberg Show. I'm on at 7.05. We believe that that celebration was so that Fernando Mateo, friend of Mike Rendino, will get a contract to provide culturally appropriate food for these illegal alien Latinos who are flooding into our city. Because remember the complaint at the Milford Plaza, now New York Row? People were throwing out the food saying it's not culturally appropriate. We believe that Fernando Mateo will now be making millions of dollars as a friend of Eric Adams because he'll get a contract, probably already has. That's why they were celebrating. We're going to do the deep dive. But you see, they call themselves now human resource centers, not shelters, not hotels, so that they can redact that information. Well, let me tell you something. The wrecking team of Sliwa and Sliwa that has been so good at unearthing this information with the help of my Kumbadichich, Rudy Giuliani, who knows how this kickback scheme works. We're all over this, Fernando Mateo and Eric Adams. So party hardy in the Bronx while our city is falling apart.